0: Thank you for joining me today. My name is Dale Lott Jr., and this is a very special episode hosted by G The Beatnik from the Straight No Chaser podcast. So stay tuned today on a better pickup line the podcast.
1: Yeah. Before we even get started, just want to let Mr. Lott know I like that groove, that music he put behind it. I thought that was a beautiful thing. Make you want to sip some wine, grab a cigar, grab a lady. Hey, 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 hey man, don't get all... Hey, hey, man, look, we talking about love today, baby. We talking about love today, and love is wine, cigars, and, well, anyway. But um, it's your homeboy, G, the B, Nick of the Straight No Chaser podcast. I'm here hosting my, my partner, my friend, my podcast buddy, Mr. Lot of a better pickup line.
0: How you not going to know the title of my own podcast? That's what it's dude. called, right?
1: Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> of a better pickup line, I want to encourage y'all to definitely look that up. I've been listening to it. If you want to know about relationships, life in general, his opinions, his biblical facts, it's a very great podcast to listen to. And I just want to endorse that first.
0: Absolutely. And for my audience, I want to make sure as well, we're doing a, a dual podcast. So you're listening to something that uh, that, that we're cross promoting each other. And Let me tell you that this brother here has been through a lot. He's been with me through a lot and he definitely has a perspective that you need to listen to with the Straight No Chaser podcast. It's all about removing all of the excuses and walking in what God has told you to do and being who he called you to be and living that life. So you need to check it out. He has a tremendous story, especially that first season. Yeah. I remember most of that.
1: Yeah, that first season was emotional. You know what I'm saying? But um, I appreciate that. You can find me. I'll let you do yours. But since I'm hosting this beautiful. And by the way, just to let y'all know. When I host something, I own something. You see what I'm saying? So we're gonna let him think for a minute that this is his podcast. But for the listeners that are followers of Mr. Lott, he's technically not in the building. <laughs> right. Technically. But you can find me on Facebook at G the Beat Nick, that's G T H E B E A T N I K. Same on Instagram, straight no chaser official. Or do I have a yeah, I do Twitter g to beat nick at twitter and i you know
0: and typically you know on my podcast i give all my info out at the end but you know i got your audience on here as well oh, yeah, So yeah, yeah. I gotta let them know you can find me on facebook and youtube and uh even twitter at Jr. now instagram is Light. you know look a brother up and hey Reach out. You know what I'm thinking. Yeah, we, we probably should make this an every week thing.
1: I'm I'm digging that. I'm digging that because the 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 beauty about it is that most of the time I'm right and I allow you to have, nah. I allow you to have your opinion. You know what I'm saying? See, it's the it's the little brother syndrome. Yeah, you, you little brother. Saying? Yes. So I just be like yeah he right, and then I go out in the streets and I do what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, y'all, I man, I, we appreciate y'all listening, and um, I think you're really going to enjoy this topic. We talked briefly about it. In the beginning. And the funny part about it is the more we talk about it, the more we like, man, we should have recorded that. <laughs> you know? We always do that. Don't we, we always do that. We talked about it last night. We talked about it today. And so we finally get to it. Oh, no. Well, we talked about it two days
0: ago. Now, we, we definitely have to do a podcast about that because that. What well, what was that? You said last night, but it was actually two days ago. It was two days ago? Yes, it was actually two days ago.
1: Drugs and alcohol, baby. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: But yeah, but that but that conversation that we had two nights ago, that was the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I remember
1: what you're talking about. I remember. But um today, like I said, let's get to the point, man. We we was talking about this big deal, this big debate, this big feeling called love called love you know what i'm saying and and all kinds of love love for a brother love for a sister love for a job and love more especially what mr lott specializes in in relationships now mr Lot, i want to start off with you of course okay with love basically what i want give me the 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 um, cliff notes because we know that both of us can get long-winded <laughs> but it's a gift yeah exactly and yeah just a gift no curse right but um your definition of love what what do you think it is
0: wow okay so short version and here's the, the here's the main question is love a decision or a feeling right because usually you hear people say love's not a uh, a feeling it's a decision right and there's truth in that right right well my my thing is i don't really believe that love is a decision or a feeling
1: wow you're going to have a lot of people disagree with you on that that's fine Okay.
0: I think love is a person. Love is the person of Jesus. And so when you start talking about the definition of love, uh 1 Corinthians 13 really gives us that perfect definition. Okay. Where you know love is kind, love is patient, you know, love is not envious or jealous. You know, so uh love thinks no evil, you know. So that's really it, it paints the picture of what love is. Okay. The problem is A lot of us try to look at that as a checklist and say, Oh, if I want to love, I need to be patient. Oh, if I want to love, I need to be kind. And really that is not that, that, that chapter is not talking about a checklist for you to try to do in your own self effort. It's just talking about what love looks like when you are flowing
1: in love. Okay. With that being said, if somebody is in a relationship and using your example and they're not, let's say they're not being patient, um, <clears throat> what you're saying and not being a checklist, how would they, because you know, with checklists, once you're done with it, you check it off, it's done. Mm-hmm. How do you get, into, get to a point where you don't try to try to fix it? You see what I'm saying? Because it's just natural human nature is going to always be like, okay, well, I messed up. Let me let me fix it. What what are the uh, steps, if there are any steps, to um, walk in patience?
0: Well, you want the steps to walk in patience?
1: Yeah. Or not necessarily to walk in patience, but if you're having an impatient moment and you want to fix it.
0: Because you figure the Bible says love is patient, so I got to be patient. So I would say this. Here's the thing. The Bible says that we love talking about God at, at this point. We love him because he first loved us. Right. So that's how we love other people. We we are taking his love and we're loving them with it. Okay. So really what we're dealing with here is we're dealing here with a root and identity issue, not a fruit issue. So if you are sitting there, it's kind of like this, you know, how as guys, you know, we don't always like to cuddle.
1: I'm a, I'm a cuddler. I said, always, I'm a cuddler all the time, all the time. And ladies, he is single right now. You can reach. Thank you. Thank you. This was a promo, bro. Don't mess (laughs) me up, man. I like to cuddle long walks on the beach, you know, chick fil in and the beach in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? We could take a long walk on there. I like poetry Tup- <laughs> Tupac, the greatest poet of all time. You know what I'm saying? I, I love you with some thug love. You see? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, though, bro.
0: But, you know, OK, so y- your girl, your wife, whatever comes, you know, I want to cuddle I w- or I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, you can really go about it and say, okay, cool. We cuddle and you cuddle for 20 minutes. Cause you think, okay, we, we cuddle. And then you, uh, oh, she wants me to take out the garbage. So I I do this. So you're doing the things on the checklist, but the attitude and the heart of it is not the same as somebody who just does it because they love them. Ah, okay, okay. So that's what I'm talking about. It, it gets to the point of, I have to now receive God's love and direct his love. To where it should go And part of that is the problem Okay, We're trying to decide I'm going to love this person I'm going to love that person And we're making it into a situation Where it's self-determination When the Bible says that the love of God Was shed abroad in our hearts okay. We want to receive his love And direct his love Where he wants us to, to To allow that flow to go
1: Okay, okay So, okay, on a different note I like, I like how we ended that I like how we ended that On a different note soulmates okay the whole soulmate thing um i have a friend that i know that um believes he's found a soulmate but he doesn't love her he he he's been in love before from from his definition of love Mm -hmm. he's been in love before but he says the connection there is undeniable the 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 magnitude of, or the, the magnetic energy they have is undeniable, but he can't see himself with her long-term. Well, then I would question whether or not he actually found the soulmate. Why, why would you question that? And is it on side note? Is there such thing as a soulmate?
0: Yeah, there's such thing as a soulmate. I think, I think soulmate gets a bad rap because first and foremost, we tend to use that in such a flighty way.
1: And people use it for they. And I'm bringing it back to the whole love issue. Yeah, they use that. Like, if he was to marry this lady that was his soulmate, and he didn't love her, is that possible? I think a lot of people use soulmate as uh a crutch. Right. You see what I'm saying? To a lot of people that I've heard use the word soulmate have been through a lot of relationships. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they just and they're done. They right. just they just want to get it done and over with, you know what I'm saying? But I just I just really wanted to touch on that a little bit because it was I thought it was interesting.
0: Yeah, cuz it's not so much that, that, that there's soulmate. I'm not I'm not saying that there isn't or is. It's not so much that as much as it is someone that God designed mm-hmm. you all share the same purpose. Right.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> Should you marry that person?
0: Person that you uh, that you share the same purpose with? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Yes, because you're talking about somebody that God designed to fit into that space in your life.
1: Okay. Okay. If you say so,
0: you know, now you can share the same purpose with somebody as far as we just work in ministry together. Right. And that's not a romantic. And
1: and that's what and that's where I was going. Yeah,
0: that's not. And maybe that's not a romantic kind of attachment. Maybe you all work in ministry together. You work in business together. Yeah. You know, you got to be smarter than just (laughs) than just, oh, well, we're doing the same ministry, so we should marry.
1: Well, Well, I find that a lot with people that spend a lot of time together. Like in recording studios, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like when a new artist is breaking out and she's getting produced by a guy or vice versa or whatever. And they spend all that time together and they have that same purpose and they're both married. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because
0: you're spending a lot of time and that, that, that builds intimacy. Right.
1: And that's where I believe love doesn't really take over it's a matter of choice at that time. To choose to do the right thing.
0: Right. But but to me, that's, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But that to me is not choosing, uh, making a decision to love or not to love. That's making, like you say, making a decision to do the right thing. Right.
1: Choosing out of love. We, I, if you understand. I, I understand. You understand.
0: And to be honest, I mean, you can question whether if, if it's true love or if it's just the feeling and emotions of
1: what we like to term love. Right. Right, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. That makes, see, see I like, I like how this flows. It, in, it gets there, it ends, it keeps it going. Now we're going to talk about this topic real quick that still bothers me about your levels of love, your 5,000 feet, your 10,000 feet, and your, and your pentacle of what I like to call the Jayonce love. Don't even term it Jayon. That 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 is the new term. I hate no, I, no, I, I, no. I hate I, 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 I hate the word relationship goals. So I'm gonna say, yo, I want that Jayon say. You don't want that
0: Jayon.
1: I don't want that Jayon say. All right. Yeah, I want that Jayon. Quick, quick, since I, I, I'm the host, you, you are on my straight no chaser, a better pick. No, wait a minute. Straight better pickup line no chaser podcast. Does that make any kind of sense?
0: Not really
1: but we'll go with it i'm patenting it
0: we'll, we'll go with it i'm
1: patenting that so um let's start off with you 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 briefly described there's different levels of love different peaks of love and for lack of better way of putting it please don't knock me anybody but there's a lower level of love and this is what i understand there's a middle le- level of love and then there's the real love that's on top And I could be describing it wrong, but that's what you are here for. So um, describe that briefly.
0: Well, here's the thing. What you're really describing is the viewpoint and perspective of people. So we're using a hypothetical mountain range or a mountain peak. And at 5,000 feet, let's just say, I mean, it's not an exact science right now. This is just a podcast. Right, right. 5000 feet there's pits and valleys and all kind of crags and things that are going on right no. so and your viewpoint is limited you can only see so far away so your reference points of to of what is successful and what is possible mm-hmm. is limited to what you can
1: see okay so what you so what you're saying is <laughs> for little people uh <laughs> As an example, there, (laughs) there. You really
0: went with that. (laughs) That's really where you went.
1: Anybody that knows me, anybody that knows. Yes, we do. We know. And my voice is shaking right now. (laughs) But for look for to 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 break it down a little bit, for people of a shorter stature, there are certain things they can't see, but because of where they are at, doesn't mean that that's their reality. Means that they just can't see it their perspective okay continue
0: yeah and so let's just say at this level let's just say uh uh, for uh, for example you have someone who and at this level i'm not saying that all relationships are are like this This It's just an example they're in an abusive relationship you see this person go from relationship to relationship that's kind of abusive or whatever Mm -hmm. and that's their reference point you know they don't really know anybody who's super happy in, in in marriage you know it's like man is it good or not or it's all of this back and forth and drama. That's all they know, right? And so you, you can't fault them for that. That's that, that's their perspective.
1: Can you can you not fault
0: them for that? Well, you could fault them in, in the sense of if they have the opportunity to see something different and they choose not to take it,
1: then they're at fault.
0: Then they're at fault. But if they if if that is all that has been modeled for them, all that they've ever seen, and they don't know that uh, uh, anything else exists you can't really fault them for that.
1: Okay. 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 All right. Continue.
0: Yeah. So now you, you you can move to a different level where let's just say it's 10,000 feet. Okay. Where people, they really have good marriages. They have, you know, things are are working well. You got, you you know, it's it's just a different perspective level. right? Right. And they have more happiness or whatever. But then what happens if you find that person who got all the way to the mountaintop? Mm hmm. And their perspective is totally different. And when they say certain things, the, the person at the 5,000 foot and even the person at the 10,000 foot, is like, oh, that's not possible. Oh, no, no, no. Why? You just haven't seen it.
1: Okay, let's flip it. Instead of them saying it's not possible, is there something wrong with them saying that's not what I want or or that's not the kind of love that I want? Because well, f- cause what I'm hearing in, in my view, and we do this, y'all, this is, This is not for show. We do this. Um, It almost sounds like you're saying if you don't reach that type of love, then you're not really in true love.
0: No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying there are things that are possible. There are different realities that are possible. And this is just an example using the mountain range, just because uh, uh, using a mountain range, is easy to understand the different perspectives that are available at different levels. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So if I told you right now, that, yeah, my homeboy uh, and his wife, they've been married for 25 years. They've never had an argument. Somebody who's never, ever seen that before? Uh-huh. That's not possible. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Oh, there That's all I mean as far as the different levels. There are things that can be experienced that um, if you haven't experienced, you might not think that it's possible. And God has such a greater level of love for us. Because the person at the 5,000-foot level where you were getting ready to say – Oh, that's what I know is love. Can't I just stay in what I know is love? Yes, absolutely. You can. Yeah. You know, there's pits and there's valleys and things like that there. But guess what? In your relationship with God, right? Mm -hmm. God doesn't hurt you. No. God doesn't cheat on you. Never. God is only thinking the best of you. He's always looking out for you. He's providing the best that he has for you. And the thing is, most of us have never really experienced that kind of love in relationship with somebody else. Yeah, but
1: God has played a couple of cruel jokes. Like when?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has played he has played a couple of cruel jokes. And I and I love him for that. But anyway, go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you get the point. Yeah. You know, so when when you know, you think about it. God has made this amazing grace available to us, this free gift of no condemnation right? He has healing for us. He has prosperity for us. He has joy and peace for us, but it's still up to us to accept it. And even if we don't accept it and live in it fully, that doesn't mean that God doesn't still love us. He still loves us. And to be honest, there's going to be a lot of us who get to heaven and we're going to open up a closet and we're going to see all of these gifts and be like, what's this? Oh, this is all the stuff that I have for you. You just didn't receive it. Wow. So that's the love that I'm, I'm talking about. That There's this love that is beyond your wildest imagination.
1: Okay. Okay. And with this love you're talking about, we're talking about relationship love and and your um, relationship love you have with God. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I dig it. Now we're staying on the subject of love. Um, and before I say this, I just want to let it be known that this is not me. Me, bo- Both me and Mr. Lot believe the same thing in this area as far as homosexuality. It's what you do. It's your life. Or I'll say this is my point. Then you say yours. It's what you do. It's your life. It's between you and God. It's your relationship. I don't judge. I don't, I particularly really don't care you know whoever you decide you want to be with that's who you want to be with i have plenty of friends plenty of homies that are are of the homosexual nature and i'm good with that so don't do not email me do not call me do not text me don't facebook me inbox me snapchat even though i'm not on there saying that you know i'm wrong and i hate people and all this other stuff we're having a discussion about love the basis of this whole conversation is love okay so with that being said, well, do do you have a view, or did I say it?
0: I mean, your view was pretty pretty Ma- soft.
1: Make it, make your view and your point, because <laughs> I know you got something to say. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, in the in the um, homosexual community, they love each other. Mm-hmm. In the in the um, in the Christian world, some view it as a sin. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But um like i say in the homosexual community i, I know I, I know of a couple that's been together for years that have a legitimate what i would say is a legitimate love for each other legitimate respect a legitimate bond you know they they work together they have a business together they do everything together the only difference between them and any other relationship is the fact that they are both of the same sex so I told told you I was going to keep it straight, no chasers, so go ahead.
0: We're talking about can two homosexuals actually experience
1: love? That peak of love. And remember, grace message.
0: Well, here's my question then. Okay. Okay. If you were an adulterer. Okay. And somebody else was an adulterer. Okay. Is it possible for you to experience the love of God in your life?
1: (sighs) I, I would have to say no. Why not? Is it possible to experience the love of God in your life personally or in the relationship? Personally. Oh, yes, definitely.
0: So... When the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That means his love extended towards us, even in spite of our wrongdoings. This is true. So. That time, and I'm about to tell a little bit of your business. All right. All right.
1: I'm ready go ahead. (laughs) Ah. Oh, I didn't think he was. I thought you was gonna bring up fifty dollars. No, 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 long, 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 time ago. Okay, long time ago. Please don't judge me, y'all. Long time ago, <laughs> and
0: you took the money out of his account, and he came back and said, "Have you seen my car?" And he was like, "Nah, man, I I saw somebody who had like a black car. They went down the street, and then hold on, and then you tithe off of that money." <laughs> Your thieving self. <laughs> could you still experience the love and the blessings of God
1: at that moment? I didn't care.
0: No, no, no. I know you didn't care, but I'm just saying. Does the love of God still extend toward you? Yes. So, now
1: you're going to have to let me explain that.
0: No, you don't have to. <laughs> Every, it,
1: it, it, it's self-explanatory.
0: You felt like thieving. It was an opportunity. It was. A, it, it was a crime of opportunity.
1: I got some dope shoes
0: too. Right. It was a crime of opportunity. So when Paul was a murderer. Paul was a liar and Paul did all of these things, right? Right. Did God say, I still love you and I'm calling you and I want to use you. Yes. And the grace of God flowed through Paul like nobody else's business. Yes. Yes, indeed. And much of what we know about the grace of God came through Paul's teachings. True. Indeed. So what I'm saying is, it's still possible to connect with all that God has made available, even if we're not perfect, because if if we want to make perfection be the qualification, none of us would be able to receive the grace and the love of God. Mm. And we're saying that the blood of Jesus is greater than not, and we're saying that sin is greater than the blood of Jesus. If saying being a homosexual keeps you from experiencing the love of God,
1: then he died on the cross for absolutely no reason.
0: Right. Now, what I, now am I? Trying to say that I co-sign the homosexual lifestyle? No. Right. But that doesn't necessarily disqualify them from experiencing what God has for them if they choose to.
1: Exactly. Okay. I can agree with that because as I've stated with a a close, close friend of mine, we went to high school together. um, And I love her to pieces, man. She's really a good friend of mine. She's one of those friends that you don't talk to every day. Or much at all, right. but but when you do, you're really cool, you know what I'm saying? And and I talked with her, and she she uh, just recently got into a, a really great relationship, and um, we talked a little bit about it, and she was like, "Well, if I get married, are you coming to the wedding?" And absolutely. And see, but here's my here's here's, here's here was my dilemma at the time. Okay, it's completely changed. My dilemma was, well, if she knows how I feel about it, mm-hmm. as long as you're happy, I'm cool. I don't agree with it because of what i don't just because I don't agree with it, right. but that doesn't deter the fact that if you need me if you if 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 I can help, I still love you, you're still my sister, regardless right. If I was to go to that wedding at this time, I was thinking like this, I thought that I would be supportive and being a hypocrite in what I believe wasn't wasn't right
0: right i understand
1: you see what i'm saying but right now talking with you doing some more revelation or doing some more reading or whatever i feel like you know what will god show up uh will god be in the midst of that marriage and again people this is not a judgmental podcast at all. Please don't take it like that. This is not judgmental. This is just conversation that people should have, that people have behind the closet, that maybe you have a friend like that and you don't know how to deal with it. So this is this is our way of of trying to help you deal with that situation.
0: I I, I kind of look at it this way, you know. God promised he would never leave us nor forsake us. Exactly. Exactly. He didn't say if we're perfect so it has nothing to do with whether or not he approves. It has everything to do with we're his children. Because think about it. You can make Jesus Lord and Savior of your life. And still have sin in your life, still have things that you do wrong in your life. Because when we got born again, our spirits were made perfect, but our minds still need to be renewed.
1: Right. And I think that's what that's what a lot of people do not understand.
0: Right. So we're perfect on the inside. So. If I was a homosexual now and I received Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior over my life, I'm perfect on the inside. I'm perfect as he is. And
1: that's the thing. We don't think with our insides. Right. <laughs> we don't make decisions. When, and when you say insides, make sure you make that clear. Uh, your spirit, man. Okay.
0: Spirit, soul, body. We are a spirit. We possess a soul. That's, what, that's our thinker, our feeler, our chooser. Right. And we live in a physical body. Okay. okay. So we are made perfect in our spirits. Our soul... Has to be our minds have to be renewed so that we think in line with our renewed spirit, which is made perfect in the image of God. So it's still possible to have this new root, this new spirit and still have things go wrong in our life because the way that our mind thinks. Dig that. So God is still there. I could be a homosexual. He's still like, yo, I promise you I'd supply all your needs. I promised you I'd heal you. I promise you I did. And the promises that, that was made was made between a covenant between Jesus and God. We weren't in the middle of that at all. We just get to be the beneficiary of it. So we cannot do anything to keep that promise, that covenant from being true. The only thing that we can do to stop its flow is not believe it right. because we're not connecting
1: to it. So in essence, and well, not in essence, but from what I'm getting, keep love alive and always understand that there is another level of love that you may not have experienced yet.
0: Yeah. I mean, because the the thing is what I really want people to understand that when I say love is not a person, love is not a decision or a feeling, you know, you, you choose to yield to that love. Love is a person. Love is the person of Jesus living in us, flowing through us uh, and flowing towards us and energizing our work. Yeah. You know, Bible says faith worketh by love. And the thing is, you know, When we sit in this and we just have the power to choose who we love, it becomes very close to self-effort, very close to our own self-righteousness. And and I'm determining my own life when, for example, Evander Holyfield
1: loves boxing, right? So he'll deal with... And Evander is the ultimate man of love. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, E. You my homie. It was a joke. All jokes. Don't hit me because I still think he could knock me out.
0: Yeah, he could. (laughs) But he deals with all the training and everything, right? Because he loves it, right? right? He deals with getting hit in the face because he loves boxing. If I put you in that ring right now, they hit you twice. You'd probably be like, you know what? I'm good. This is I I, I don't want to deal with all the training. I don't want to eat right. This is not what I love doing. Right, right. So would it, wouldn't it be foolish if I was to walk up to you and be like, gee, you need to love boxing. Make the decision to love boxing.
1: Like I love to watch it on TV.
0: It would sound foolish, right? Right. And it would sound foolish to say, Evander, love accounting. Love numbers. I I don't have a passion for that. I don't love that. That love came from somewhere. And it's the same thing in relationships as well. That love to love someone, it comes from somewhere. So why are we trying to determine ourselves who we're going to love when all we have to do is get in the flow of love? And where's that flow directed towards? Mm -hmm. I use the example, and this this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. It's like completing the circuit on uh, an electrical circuit, right? You grab hold of that electrical circuit, right? And all of a sudden, electricity is flowing through you, right? Right. When electricity is flowing through you, something is happening to you. You're being electrocuted, right? Right. And you're dead. (laughs) Right. But you're completing this circuit. So what I'm saying is... Don't try this at home, y'all. Right. Don't try that at home. But what I'm saying is God wants you to experience a love that not a love that you're controlling like a video game controller, but a love that's happening to you. That's actually controlling you and flowing through you. So something, so you're experiencing something happening to you and it's flowing through you to someone else as well.
1: Right. Right.
0: So that's something that most of us have not had the opportunity to walk in. If we're really honest,
1: this is true. I can agree with that.
0: So that's why, our frame of reference for what love is, is always based on sensual things and the feeling and the emotion. Um, and even to the, on the other side, I decide to love, you didn't decide to love what you love, what you have a passion for. It was given to you. God gave you the desires of your heart. He put it in you. It's him that works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure.
1: Even, even to love the wrong things.
0: No, because that's not really loving the wrong things. We can also have lust for certain certain things. True.
1: I just want to throw that in there, real yeah, quick. Yeah,
0: I, I knew what you was doing. <laughs> you know, so I mean, so just because you desire something, you're gonna desire what you spend most of your time around. So if you end up spending most of your time around weed, there's a there there's the possibility to have an appetite for that.
1: Yes, indeed. Not that I know.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, not that you know. Hint, hint. Uh, uh, <laughs> but then there's this natural love that comes from God that never ever goes away. Right. There are things that I know. We don't have to talk about them that I know about you that since we were 15, these things have been natural loves that you didn't have to work or decide I just, to love. Them. I just naturally loved. Them. You just naturally loved it. Yeah. The thing that you decide to do is to yield to it.
1: Ah, okay. All right. Last question before we end this, this podcast, because I would love to continue this. On some other levels, because the next one we go talk about, the next podcast we're going to talk about is going to be is love really a decision? Because I I, we're going to disagree on this. I know that Um, is love a decision. Do you decide to love somebody for their flaws and all and all this good stuff? Or is it how you describe love is? So that'll be for the next one. Just give y'all a teaser. But my final and last question is love at first sight possible. Yes. Why and how? When it's a God given thing. What if what if God's not involved in it?
0: I'm not saying that it can't be possible then too. I'm just saying right. I know for a fact that it, when God's involved because here's the thing. When God created Eve and brought her Eve to Adam, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, right? right. So when Isaac first saw Rebecca, remember Abraham sent his servant to find a wife for his son, Isaac. So the servant finds Rebecca, you know, cause he talked with God and yes, this was the one, right? right. So when Isaac sees Rebecca for the first time, and says he took her into his mother's tent. He, and he was comforted after his mother's death. And he said, and he loved her. Mm-hmm. So he was instantly satisfied with what God had brought him. When, um, Jacob first laid eyes on Rachel, you know, He was immediately smitten with her and he he told Laban, I'll serve seven years for your daughter. And the Bible says that the seven years seemed as but a few days because of the love with which he loved her, the love that he had for her. So everything that you see in the in the very beginning, before you even before you see the law come in, where it's about self-effort, everything that you saw with God placed people together, you saw a love that was pretty much instantaneous. and And I don't want to. Make too big a deal of that as to say that I have to love somebody instantly in order for it to be God. Right, no, right, right. I completely <laughs> right. understand. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's possible, because I, I and I always say this: it may not be love at first sight, but it will be love at first
1: insight. Ah, you might might need to make that a meme. Yeah,
0: you, you, you that yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, you and you understand clearly what I mean by that. That,
1: that make. That makes perfect sense.
0: Because sometimes you've seen somebody for years, but then one day you look at them, it's like, bam. bam.
1: Yeah. That has definitely happened to me. Mm-hmm. And and just to be all the way 100, um, I put my business out there all the time. Just to be all the way 100 with that, that's what happened when um I met the mother of my youngest daughter. Right. First sight. It, it wasn't no question about it. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. We're good friends now. Ladies, I am still single. Okay. The number is four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the, just, just, y'all just the,
0: holler at me. I'll slide it to you. Just, slide. Yeah, just Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You, you can reach him at You know, a better pick up line and he'll, he'll pass it on. Uh, but, um, no, just use it as an example, um, of what you're saying that when I, when I saw her, it was like, wow, that's it. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just an instant thing that happened. Now, whatever happened afterwards doesn't matter, but that moment right there, I, it, I think if peop- There was an
0: instant attraction, an instant connection, an instant appeal. Exactly.
1: And I think if some people capitalize on that moment yes. and build on that moment the proper way yes. and do things for those who are believers, I'm not going to assume that you all are, but to do things in a godly manner, in a properly godly manner, then you can achieve that love that you're speaking about that peak of love, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times what people do is they get that moment and then they base that moment off of physicalities and off of, um, off of, um, sex off of, um, financial situations Mm -hmm. or whatever. And, and it gets misconstrued and it gets messed up and then it ends and it's like, Oh, well, you know, I, I never really loved them in the first place.
0: Uh, and a lot of, a lot of things you got to remember as you're talking about doing it the godly way, you also have to let peace rule as an umpire. Right. Because, yeah, because that is, that's the safeguard. Because sometimes you're, you're trying to figure out, is it just my own emotional level or is this something, is this a God author kind of love? Right. right. And you'll know if it's a God author kind of love, it, it when you find First Corinthians 13 naturally flowing out of you right. and you have that peace that, you know what? And you, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Because again, you find people that you are attracted to because there are qualities that you like about them and, and they're wonderful people. Right. And then when it ends, you know, like you say, some people are like, well, I guess it wasn't real. No, your emotions and your, and your feeling and your connection with them was real. It might not have been the person that God designed for you to marry. right? But that doesn't mean that you don't have a connection with somebody. And that's why, again, you have to also have peace ruling as an umpire. You have to have a relationship with Jesus Christ with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit that is leading you and guiding you. Right. If you are a Christian, if you're not a Christian and you decide that, you know, I, I don't believe in that. Then fine.
1: Whatever works for you.
0: Then Yeah. Whatever works for you. And how it's, it, and how and it's it,
1: not, and it's not going to work. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I mean, how it goes, but you know, you actually do see a lot of marriages. Here's the funny thing. You see a lot of marriages that are successful in, in, in the world. You know why? Because, You know how the Bible says that the children of the world are wiser than the children of the light? Yes. Because what happens is as Christians, we get born again and we have new equipment that's, that's to be operating in this kingdom lifestyle. Right. Right. But we still try to operate this kingdom lifestyle with the old equipment of the world, but we don't have that equipment no more. So now all of a sudden we can't operate as successfully as we used to, because we don't have the world's equipment. We have kingdom equipment, but we won't learn how to operate kingdom grace equipment. Yeah. And the world, they're using their strategies of how, you know, they're to operate in the world. And in, and as long as they use those tools and those strategies, they're able to find some success. Yeah. So success can be possible without God in the world. If you understand what I'm saying, I got
1: you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, we go end on that note, man. I, I I really, really, really dig this. You know what I'm saying? I'm still in love with me. And um, I think that I am a wonderful person. I think that if I, I would date me. You would date you? I would date me at this stature prior to that
0: i'm glad you would date yourself because i'm trying to figure out who else would
1: <laughs> i can think of a couple i can name drop but i ain't gonna do that uh, <laughs> but we really appreciate y'all listening i appreciate mr lott letting me host his show and um when he hosts mine it's going to be on a totally different level
0: absolutely
1: i appreciate y'all listening mr lott is there a way you in uh you end your show yeah, we
0: we got a way out end the show. You know, I'll take it from here.
1: Okay, go ahead. Who me? Go ahead.
0: No, i was just saying we got a way to end the show.
1: Oh, just cut it off. So you want? So what you're telling me is you want me to stop talking?
0: Yeah, just stop talking. I can end the show.
1: So you know how to end the show?
0: I think I know how to end the show. All right, cool. I've been ending the show a little bit.
1: Okay, well then I'm going to stop it right now. Then why? Bye.
0: Bye. Is that how we're going to end?
1: Is that how you want to end the show?
0: That's how we end the
1: show. All right, peace. <laughs> Well, that's our show for today.
0: If you have any questions, you can reach out to me through my social media accounts at Jr. And on Instagram, it's Dell.Lot. Or you can reach out to me through my blog, abetterpickupline.com, and inbox me your questions there. Now, before we leave, I'm going to ask you to do three things. Number one, subscribe. Whether you're listening through iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite pod catcher is, make sure you subscribe. The second thing, help me spread the word. If you're consuming this podcast through Facebook or YouTube, like, share, comment. Make sure you tell somebody who you think this podcast would be a benefit to. The third thing I'm asking you to do is visit dellot.org. If you'd like to invite me out to your church, your convention, your conference, your organization, whatever your function is, you would like me to come out and speak. You can find all the information on Dellot.org. As well, there's information about my book, In That Land, A Seed, Time, and Harvest Approach to Finding a Wife. And I'm going to ask you to purchase that today. And with that being said, I want you to have a great day. An awesome day, and join me next time on a better pickup line, the podcast.